welcome to Glow From Within podcast. I'm your host, Harmony Patton, a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, as well as a holistic intuitive healer. I'm a mom of two, a wife to one, and I work with a spiritually inclined, growth-minded, soulful-ass woman who's looking to heal from within and unlock her deepest potential by doing so. If you're looking to make your health, hormones, and gut your superpower, you've come to the right place. This is Glow From Within Podcast. Good morning, ladies. It has been an interesting few days over here. My son and his cousins, my nephews, they all got this crazy stomach bug from school and very kindly decided to share it with us. (laughs) So yesterday all day I was in bed and today I'm also feeling a little bit off. (laughs) Um, Certainly nowhere near as bad as yesterday. Yesterday I felt very weak, very dizzy, lightheaded, couldn't stand for very long, couldn't sit for very long, um, very nauseous, etc. So, you know, uh, (laughs) not a fun day, but I really got to kind of just relax, which was such a blessing. And I'm so grateful that my husband was able to take the kids and my family is still in town, so they were able to help as well. Um, yeah, and then today, here I am. Here I am. I really wanted to come and talk to you today because last week we had no new podcast episodes and that was very much on purpose. Um, and, you know, I thought about doing an announcement of sorts and being like, oh, you know, no new podcast episodes this week. But I decided not to. I really just kind of, <laughs> I almost did like a social media blackout this week last week so this past week as well I just really was in a space where I felt like I needed to go within and not put on a facade or not I just didn't desire to show up in the space that I was in if that makes sense and um and you know I'm in no way apologizing for not showing up or for not posting because I learned a long time ago that like, you know, I don't, I don't owe anybody anything. And I hope that you know that for yourself as well. You know, I see a lot of people that'll be like, I'm so sorry I've been gone. And it's like, it's your life. You have to take care of yourself. You have to do what's good for you. You have to trust that you know what's best for you. And that sometimes that is not being visible online or you know, in a podcast, I'm not, I'm not visible to the eyes, but being heard, being seen in a way. So last week definitely was sort of like a blackout week almost. I was still here, of course, right? Like just because we don't see people or they're not putting out content doesn't mean that they cease to exist. They're still there. So I've still been here. I've still been, you know, living my life and, um, Last week I did a lot of applying to jobs and reaching out to different local offices because I've really, for a couple years now, I've been pulled to work more with women in person. And so I've really been trying to figure out an avenue to make that work outside of just opening up my own practice, which at this very moment 
isn't really an option. I just don't have the cash to inject into a project like that. Um, but I've been called more and more really to work with women in person. And if not in person, at the very least, you know, to make like real life connections with people. There's something, you guys, like you listen to this and you hear me, but like when I don't, get much interaction on my end it can very often feel like I'm shouting out into the abyss and like no one hears me no one sees me you know I just am like putting all this stuff out there and is anyone watching does anyone care is anyone listening so not that you know I need wild amounts of like uh likes or comments or shares or interaction to be like validated it's not so much about that but it's more so about you know is this a space where I am adding value are there people that this is impacting is you know if I'm sitting here and I'm investing my time money energy love heart all of myself into this Am I going about it in the right way or do I need to figure out a way to work smarter, right? Because right now, I do feel that there's a bit of a disconnect between the amount of work that I'm putting out or what I have been putting out and um, sort of the reception to that. And what I keep feeling more and more is that, you know, I need to kind of get my message out there and be heard and seen by more people. And, you know, my message isn't for everyone and I'm not trying to be for everyone by any means. I always want to stay true to myself and true to what it is that I'm called to share. And I know that the women that this message will impact will absolutely find their way to this in divine timing. But that doesn't mean that I can't make an effort to get my name out there, get this work out there, because there might be women who need this who have not heard of it, who haven't seen it. You know, just the other day, I had a call with someone who wants to have me on their podcast. So I'm going to be on her podcast this upcoming Friday. And we did like a little informational call beforehand just to get an idea of, you know, what her podcast is about, uh, the type of women that I'll be speaking to on that podcast. And also, you know, I was just telling her a little bit about myself and my philosophy and the work that I do, you know, and I mentioned like food sensitivity tests and how oftentimes we self-sabotage ourselves unknowingly with the food that we eat because we don't know the right foods that work for us. And, you know, that it doesn't have to be this whole big elaborate thing when you make food like most of us are busy, right? We have limited time. And sure, there's a time and place to spend a bunch of time making elaborate, beautiful food. And then there's a time and place where we just need to know the foods that work for our body. We can throw it together quickly. And it's like, we have to be able to live our lives too, right? So anyway, I was just telling her a little bit about, you know, my philosophy and all of that. And she was like, wow, food sensitivity test? Like, I've never even heard of that. And I was like, I just had this moment where I was like, what? If you... (laughs) right because she follows my work and she reached out to me to have me be on her podcast and I was just kind of like that that's just further confirmation right that for me I feel like I am a broken record I feel like I'm shouting out into the abyss and I'm constantly like food sensitivity test food sensitivity test you need a food sensitivity test to learn what foods work for your body so that you can easily know what to eat and what not to eat like It's so simple and I feel like I talk about this so much (gasps) and she had never heard of it before. 
And I was just like, wow. Am I talking about it in the wrong spaces? Like, is that the problem? Is the problem that I keep spewing the same message to the same people who are clearly not interested in it over and over again versus finding women who need it and sharing it with them. Does that make sense? So anyway, um, I'm definitely going to be doing some like grassroots stuff over the next little while, you know, and I'm, I just feel very done and very burnt out of trying to sell my work that I know is incredible to the same like few people that continue to not want to purchase it, if that makes sense. Because it's like, I I know the value of my work and I know the value of what I do. And I have seen the transformation firsthand so many times. I've worked with incredible women. I've had women who are just absolutely amazing, right? And I know how good it is. And so I don't have the desire to sit here and to try to convince anyone of anything. I genuinely do not desire to convince anyone of anything and I don't feel that I need to. I feel that my work speaks for itself and I feel that, you know, for the woman that it's right for, just connecting into this feeling, connecting into my presence, the calibration that automatically happens when you are in my space, whether that's online or listening to my podcast or a live stream or in person, whatever that is, the vibe that you get, the energy you get, If you're ready to calibrate and you're ready to step into that next level of more abundance and expansion, then I know that it's right for you and I know that you'll move into it. Like, I don't, I don't need to convince anyone of anything. And I, as much as I have to trust myself, this is something You know, I've had a couple, the past few weeks, I've had a couple like big messages coming through over and over. And the first big one for me was trust. And that's trust, 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 and then trust again, right? So trust and surrender kind of go hand in hand. In order to trust, you have to surrender your desire to control. In order to trust, you have to surrender your limiting beliefs. You have to surrender your ego. You have to surrender all of these things that you hold on to that keep you safe, that make that have helped you to make sense of the world, really. That have taught you right and wrong and good and bad and this is okay and that's not okay and all of these different things, right? In order to trust, because here's the thing, trust, right? It's not just about trusting yourself. So when it comes to sales, right? It's not just about me trusting that What I put out there is good because I know that it is. It's not just about me trusting that the work I do is important because it is. It's not just about me trusting in myself that I am divinely guided and I know what I'm doing because I am. But it's also, I also have to trust outside of myself, right? And trusting yourself is extremely hard, especially when you have in the past betrayed yourself, right? You've said you were going to do something, you didn't follow through, you didn't do it, you broke your own trust. You believed you could do something, you tried to do it, you failed, and you feel like you broke your own trust because you didn't follow through with what you believed or who you believed yourself to be. And so we break our own trust all the time. So it's 
very, very hard actually to rebuild and regain trust within ourselves, trusting ourselves that we're going to follow through, trusting ourselves, right? Like trusting, investing in ourselves. Like if that feels like a gamble, it's not really an investment. That's a gamble because do you trust yourself to follow through if you're going to put the money down and take that step forward and do the thing or are you going to betray yourself again, right? So as much as we have to learn to cultivate this trust within ourselves, we also, me, I, have to also trust you. I trust you that you know what's right for you. I trust you that you have the deepest, most divine wisdom when it comes to yourself and you know what you need and you know when a program is right for you and you know when it's time to put your money down and take that step forward and rise up and pay the money and do the program and do the thing and put in the time and the effort and the energy that it takes to get what you want to get out of life, to be who you want to be in this life, right? So I have to trust the containers I put out there are the right containers and I have to trust in you that you know what's best for you and you will sign up for the program if it's right for you. I have to trust that you are willing, not just willing, but you are going to happily want to spend money on my programs to work with me in my space and right like I have to hold you to a standard as well and I have to trust you and know that you're going to do it if you're meant to do it that you're going to do it if you desire to do it that you're going to do it if it's right for you and that you are going to happily spend the money on it and I have to trust you and I do, I trust you. And outside of that, we have to trust ourselves. We have to trust the other person. And then on top of that, we have to also trust in the universe. Trust that there is a, a deeper guidance that knows more than we know, that can see more than we can see. Because all that we can see oftentimes is what's right in front of our noses. And we can't see beyond it. And it feels big and it feels scary. And we don't know what else to do. We don't know where else to go. We can't see anything past it. But there is a wisdom that is outside of their that is outside of us and it is beyond us. Right? It's not this isn't about a dogmatic god. It's not about religion. It's not about, you know, Allah or Jesus or whatever you want to call it. But there is more outside of this human body that you're in. You have a soul. You have a soul within you and the universe, which to me is just kind of a more all-encompassing word and it, it's non-denominational, right? It's just the universe. Not only has your back, right? As that Gabby Bernstein book is called, The Universe Has Your Back, but it's not just that, but the universe knows and can see so much more than we can, right? We are looking at our time in a linear fashion. We're looking at step by step, day after day, minute after minute, hour after hour, month after month, year after year, right? We look at things very linear. But the universe, everything that exists outside of us, time itself isn't linear, right? I don't know how much you guys have looked into this type of thing, but when we are no longer on this earth in this human form, Things aren't quite as we currently perceive them to be, right? They are different. Anyway, so when it comes to, you know, having the things that we want in life and 
being who we desire to be, there's so many times that it can feel so bad, right? Because you're like, you're in the void. You're in that space between who you are and who you're becoming. And you're just like, I want to be there already. I don't understand why I can't be there already. I don't understand why I'm not there already. I'm doing all the things. I'm trying all the things. It works for this person. It works for that person. Why not me? But the thing is like, when we get focused in on that, we get focused in on lack. We get focused in on lack versus, okay, things right now might be really bad. They really might. Like, I'm not trying to diminish or downplay your pain and your experience and what you're going through. And mine as well, validating myself. And I hope that you can feel my validation of you and your experience. And I hope that you can validate your own experience as well because it is valid. Your pain is valid. Your struggles are valid. Your experience is valid. But that doesn't mean that we have to focus on that and stay stuck in that. And there will be times that you will focus on it and you will stay stuck in it. And it's going to feel impossible to break out. And I know because I was in that space just last week. But that doesn't mean that we can't break out of it. That doesn't mean that the good is no longer available to us, that all, of we, that all of what we desire and all that we've been working towards and all of the growth and the progress and everything that we've done, that doesn't all just get erased. That foundation is still there. You've been building up this foundation, right? For however long you've been doing this work around healing yourself and stepping into who you're truly meant to be. But there's also, you have a whole lifetime and not just a lifetime who knows how many lifetimes and generational trauma that is built into your DNA, that is built into your humanness, into all that you be and are. So in being you and being exactly who you are, we're breaking generational wounds. And that's part of why it can feel so impossible. That's part of why it feels so, so impossible. And yet, as much as everything might look like it is imploding and it's such a struggle and it's so bad and we don't understand why, 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 as much as that may be the case, there is still light on the other side of the tunnel. Even when, if you're in a spot right now where maybe you feel like there isn't, I see you. I see you. And these words might not mean much to you right now. They might not, or maybe they mean everything. And I heard this quote this morning from Abraham Hicks, and I don't have the exact words, but it went something to the effect of when you're in an argument with someone and say, you know, that person is, you know, doing whatever, it's some sort of injustice towards you, right, where you don't feel okay about it and what she said that for you within yourself in order to hold on to your power within you right this is not about anyone else and this isn't justifying other people's toxic actions at all this is just about for you in a way to help hold on to help you to hold on to your own personal power regardless of what other people are going to do because other people are going to be fucked up. Other people are going to do these things. And we have no power over that. And the more that we try to have power over other people, the more powerless we feel. But when we learn to be sovereign within ourselves, to 
have the power within ourselves to hold that power over and within ourselves, it can shift things. So what she said was to say to yourself in those moments of like injustice or if someone is wronging you or if they're treating you in a way that does not feel okay to you, within yourself, just to say, I don't know how long, I haven't decided how long I'm going to let you be the excuse that I have to not receive good things. Let me say that again. Within yourself, this is something you say to yourself. I haven't decided yet how long I'm going to let you be the excuse that I have to not let in good things. To me, that was so powerful. So much clicked in that moment. Because, you know, yes, this comes back to lack and victimhood and we could talk about that all day. But oftentimes we don't really realize that we're doing this, right? It's like subconsciously we kind of just feel like, oh, as long as I live in this house, as long as I have this job, as long as I'm in this relationship, as long as I have the acne, as long as I weigh this much, as long as I'm not skinny, as long as I'm not perfect, as long as I, whatever it is, as long as I don't have the money, as long as I can't invest in this, as long as I am not this, as long as I'm not that, as long as you are this way, as long as I let you treat me this way, as long as I mean, there's a million things that we could insert in there. I know for me, a few things that came up immediately was like my husband, my marriage. Okay, have I been subconsciously thinking that this is something that holds me back in some capacity? Because he's not a perfect person, of course. Literally no one is. But I'm the one that gets to decide if that's going to hold me back or not. He's not physically holding me back. He's not actually holding me back. And it is a decision within ourselves of energetically, vibrationally. And even when I say holding back, it's not a holding back of, oh, you don't allow me to do things. It's a holding back of not receiving joy, right? So letting you be the determining factor of me not receiving joy. Like, I can't be happy because you're not perfect. I can't be happy because of this. I can't be happy. And the thing about being happy and receiving joy, that's really, really what it is. When I say being happy, I mean the act of receiving joy. So it's like we put these blocks in front of us, right? And oftentimes those are different relationships, people, circumstances, situations. We can make it things about our body, our skin, things like that, right? I know a long time for me, you know, it was my acne. That was my placeholder for forever on why I couldn't succeed or why I couldn't have what I wanted or whatever. My skin, it was always the acne, the acne, the acne, the acne, and then infertility, infertility, and then money, 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 right? Like there's always something. Money is a thing, but oh, also my relationship holds me back for money. So as long as I'm in the relationship, I can't have money. So then it's like money's the thing that holds me back, but then my relationship holds me back for money. So ultimately, what am I really blaming? The relationship. So it's like, and again, it's about 
how long am I going to allow myself to use that as an excuse for not receiving joy? Why can't I sit here and receive joy no matter what? Why can't I sit here and receive joy even though the relationship isn't perfect? Why can't I sit here and receive joy even though the money isn't where I want it to be yet? Why can't I sit here and receive joy even though, even though, even though, right? And so it's like we have to sort of take the steps to gradually strengthen this receiving muscle, right? And I think for most of my life, I'll say, you know, I was fully cut off from receiving, like period. And then it's like gradually... I would allow myself to receive a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more, right? Starting with my skin healing, healing my body, healing my infertility, having my babies, like having some success, making some money, moving, selling our house, making a ton of money on selling our house, the amazing success that we have had, all of the progress that I have made, the amazing women who are listening to this right now, you right there. Right? There's been so much good and so much success and so much joy and so much abundance and so much magic and so many amazing things along the way. But it's like I've had to take steps to open up to receiving more. For so long, I believed I was meant to be miserable. For so long, I believed that I was better for being miserable and unhappy. I believed that that was better because I believed that if I was miserable, if I was unhappy, if I was sacrificing, then I was doing things right. Then I was going to be rewarded by God because I was paying indemnity. Those are all words that we used in the church I grew up in. I grew up in a cult. Indemnity was a big thing. And that's literally like, you suffer now so that, you know, your future generations, so in the future you get to have this happiness. But it's like all that we have is the now. I mean, if you're always suffering in the now for future happiness, when does the future arrive? The future never arrives. Well, all that we have is right now. So what if instead we chose to work on removing these blocks that we have to receiving because receiving can feel scary. As much as we want things, we desire things, it's scary to think of actually receiving it. It's scary to open ourselves up to the vulnerability of receiving the things that we actually really want because, oh my God, then what? And we cut ourselves off from joy. We cut ourselves off from receiving. And none of this is happening consciously. I know that You are not doing this consciously. I am not doing this consciously. And it's like when we focus on the things that we want so bad and we're cutting ourselves off from receiving at the same time and we're focusing on, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. The energy that we're putting out there is, I don't have this, I don't have this, I don't have this, I don't have this. Versus, I desire this and I'm open to receiving it. We have to clear the debris. We have to clear the blocks. We have to clear all of these things that are standing in our way to receive. 
And you might be able to receive in one area, but not in others, right? And this is kind of the gradual thing I was talking about, right? So like my skin has stayed clear. I'm able to receive that. I'm able to receive health. I'm able to receive vitality I'm able to receive feeling really really good in my body I'm able to like I'm able to receive a lot but I also cut myself off from from receiving in a lot of ways like receiving in my business receiving money in my business is a big way that I've cut myself off and even bigger than that right is like the subconscious thing that I've had going on of well in this relationship, am I going to be able to step into the version of myself that I am truly meant to be wholly and entirely? And if I'm not able to do that, I won't be able to make money. So in essence, as long as I'm in this, I can't make money. And that's that's a big problem. That's a big problem in my belief system. As long as I have that underlying fear-based belief going on, that's what's going to play out over and over again. And again, it's not about like, oh, you're a bad person. You're holding me back. You're evil. It's not about that. It's about who I choose to be in the relationship and how I blame him for me not stepping into who I truly am in the relationship. Does that make sense? So a lot of this really clicked for me this morning and I hope that this message speaks to you as well because I promise you we all have these things. I mean, unless you're in a space right now where you're receiving everything you could have ever imagined and, you know, you might just be working towards receiving more and that just means that you've opened up and you've cleared blocks and you've strengthened those muscles to that extent but you haven't fully calibrated yet to that next level. Right? So this requires calibration. It requires healing, breathing, and breaking down those barriers, the belief systems that we've put in place for ourselves, again, to make sense of the world. Because it's, it's one of those things, right, where, okay, so I'm in this circumstance and this isn't working for me. So for instance, I live in this house and I'm living in this house and this isn't working. My my business isn't working. So subconsciously, you might come up with the reason that your business is not working is because of the house that you're living in. It's not the right vibe for you. It's not the right environment for you. And don't get me wrong, that might be a factor. I'm not saying it's not a factor. I'm not saying the relationship is not a factor. I'm not saying the people around you are not a factor. These things all matter. Absolutely. However... Oh, what if, what if we could change that belief? So the reason I bring up the house thing is because this was me in our previous house, right? The house that we lived in that we sold. And truly that house, like I was able to transform it into a beautiful space, a very high vibrational space, a gorgeous space. But The house itself really was calibrated to the old version of me, the old version of us, myself and my husband. And it just wasn't really aligned for our next step, for our evolution. And 
I think for a long time, I just felt like as long as I'm in this house, I can't fully own my power. I can't fully become who I'm meant to be. I can't fully, right? And it's like, as long as we are blaming something outside of ourselves, and as long as we own our power conditionally, and as long as we are so heavily influenced by the things outside of ourselves, it's virtually impossible to continuously hold our power and stay sovereign within ourselves. And this is why it's so important, so wildly important to connect into our personal power and learn to own our personal power, learn to not just be able to like feel that it's there, but learn to cultivate it. And then to calibrate to the power of other women that we aspire to be like, right? By being in their space, by listening to their words, by getting their vibrations, their energy, getting into their space, being in paid containers with them, hiring them as our coaches, right? If we desire to calibrate, there's this thing called proximity to power. And Tony Robbins talks about this, right? Your proximity to power. So... I know I have experienced this firsthand. The times in my life where I have quantum leaped, leapt, leaped, whatever you want to say, the most have been when I was working closely with someone I desired to calibrate to. A woman who had achieved something that I wanted to achieve, that was in a space that I desired to be in, that I was not there yet. You know, because the women who have done these things, just like myself, I've achieved a lot. And maybe that some of the things that I've achieved are things that you desire for yourself. And I had to be a certain type of woman to achieve those things, to clear my skin, to heal myself, to be who I am. I had to be a certain type of woman. You have to think differently. And this isn't something that you can force yourself into, but it is something that you can calibrate to. So when you get around these women who you desire to be like, whose lives you wish were your own possibly, and you speak to them and you learn how they think, you get a look into how they think about things, it will illuminate the blockages that you've had in your own mind, the the belief systems that you've had in your own mind, the short Comings that you've given to yourself in your own mind in speaking to these women, in having them as your coach, as your mentor, as someone that you can be around, right? I'm sure you've experienced this just within your own life, right? Maybe you're with someone who's super wealthy and the way that they talk about spending money or the way that they, you know, they talk about $10,000 like it's like nothing, $100,000 like it's nothing because to them it's not that much money. And you're like, wow. I can't even imagine that. To me, $10,000 would change my entire life, right? So you can see how perspective, it shifts and it changes our reality. And in being in proximity, the closer proximity we have, the more powerful it is, the quicker the calibration. And we can advance at quantum speed, right? We have these quantum leaps, of expansion, of growth, of healing. Quantum leaps. Collapsing time. 
right? And that's the thing about working with a coach or having someone in your corner is that you can either spend the time or you can spend the money, right? So you can spend the time. And when I say that, yes, working with a coach, you're still going to spend time. However, you don't get to collapse time because you're having to learn all of the lessons on your own. You're having to go through all of it on your own. You're having to live all of the experiences firsthand instead of getting in the space of someone that you desire to calibrate to, paying to be in that space, right? So this is going to be a financial investment, right? So you pay to be in that space as a coach, as a practitioner, as whoever, whatever this is, a mentor, leader, you get into closer proximity with them. You learn from them. You calibrate to them. You feel into their vibration and their energy and you're able to calibrate to that if you're open to receiving it, if you're open to calibration, if you are available for it, if the investment is aligned, if the program is aligned, if the coach is aligned. And you quantum leap. You change rapidly. You collapse time, right? Because you get to learn from them. What they spent years learning, you're learning now in minutes, right? The wisdom that that I've acquired over years and years and years, you get to learn in minutes, in seconds, in hours. By tapping into my content, by tapping into this podcast, by tapping into my posts, any anything educational that I put out there and working with me one-on-one is completely next level, right? Like the quantum leaps that happen there and the amount of time that gets collapsed when you work with me one-on-one is next level and it's the same thing for me right i have experienced that firsthand when i work with when i work one-on-one with a coach versus say even joining a group program which is amazing and valuable and wonderful but truly it's when you work with someone one-on-one that you can have that deeper calibration and you can tap into your own power more deeply because the power in them you will see reflected back in you Things will click, they'll connect, and you realize, oh, they think about it like this. I've been thinking about it like this. That's why I haven't been able to be who I'm meant to. That's why I haven't been able to step into all that I know that I'm capable of and live my life to the fullest and be more of who I am and more of who I'm meant to be and step in and own my power. Right? I'm sure you've had moments like that where you were talking to someone and you're like, wow, the way that they think about this is a way that I would have never thought about it. And it's amazing. It's amazing. Now, as much as we are able to calibrate to the women that we desire to calibrate to, the power owning ourselves in the way that we desire to, We can also calibrate the other way, right? So we can find a lower calibration. And if we are in the space of people who are not living a life in the way that we desire, who are not being in the way that we desire, who are not living and loving and accepting in the way that we desire, 
we can also calibrate negatively. So truly the people that we surround ourselves with are extremely important, but even more than that is being intentional within yourself. Within yourself, being extremely intentional about your energy, about who you are around, who you're choosing to calibrate to, and the sovereignty within yourself. And when I say the sovereignty within yourself, what I really mean is like tapping into yourself. And then once you tap into yourself, you clear all of the other things, you go through your chakras, you clear any stagnant energy, you clear anything else that's in there that's holding you back from yourself within yourself, and then you protect yourself. You put a protective, an energetically protective bubble over you, a diamond hedge of protection, whatever that is, and you protect yourself. Now, there's going to be places, people, places, and things that are harder, right? Anything that's related to your past, anything that activates an older version of you, anything that activates a version of you that you no longer are, someone that you no longer resonate with, an aspect of yourself that you have learned to heal and overcome, there will be people, places, and things that activate that within you. And those will be the most challenging times, the most confronting times, the times when you doubt everything that you've done, the times that you doubt yourself, that your trust wavers, your trust within you, your trust within the universe, your trust in others, it will waver. But the question is, Even if you waver a million times, even if throughout one day you waver back and forth a hundred times, all that matters is that you come back. You come back to yourself. You come back within. You come back into your power. You continue to stay open to coming back into you, into receiving back into you into all that you are and all of your magic. Into all that you are and all of your magic. It's available to you now. It's available to you now. All of your magic is available. Even if you don't feel it. And I want to say, it's okay if you don't. It's okay if in this moment... You're not activated and you're still struggling and you're frustrated with yourself for struggling. You're frustrated with yourself for not feeling activated. You're frustrated with yourself for not calibrating and being who you believe that you're meant to be. It's okay. Forgive yourself. Be gentle with yourself. I forgive myself and my shortcomings. And I forgive those around me and their shortcomings. There was no negative intent from you, right? You didn't, you didn't try to get yourself in a bad space. You, you had no negative intent. There was nothing malicious about what you did, who you were, how you thought, the decisions that you made. It's okay. It's okay for you to forgive yourself now. It's safe. 
And I hope that you can feel that. I hope you can feel the energy that I'm sharing here with you now. Let it melt over you. Just a wave of forgiveness. Allow yourself to soften and feel it. You're okay, just like I'm okay. So let's continue to put ourselves in the spaces to make the scary decisions to surround ourselves with the right people. Let's continue to make bold moves. Let's continue to show up even if we also need to take a break sometimes. Let's continue to just be wildly imperfect. Let's continue to be ourselves. And let's continue to trust without a shadow of a doubt that everything is working out perfectly for you. You've got this. Hey gorgeous, thanks for tuning in today. I'm so happy that you took the time out for yourself to be here to listen to today's episode. You are amazing. So make sure you connect with me outside of here. But before you do that, I need to ask you a favor. And that is to subscribe to this podcast. Now, when you subscribe to this podcast, when you leave a review in your podcasting app, whether you're listening on iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you're listening, when you do that, that is how the podcast grows. That's how I get visibility. That is how this thing can keep going, how I can continue to do this work. It'll only take a little bit of your time and I would super duper appreciate it. Obviously, only if the episode speaks to you, if you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. If you feel like it could help somebody else, tell them about it. Word of mouth, it's magical. Now, once you've done that, if you've already done that, let's connect outside of here. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, wherever. You can always just put in Ethereal Beings Wellness and you should be able to find me. I would love to connect with you, love to get to know you better. And yeah, I just find it really fun. I don't like just feeling like I'm sitting here talking to myself all day. I know that there are people out there listening and I'd love to get to know you. So let's connect. If you're not feeling any of that, that's okay too. I still appreciate you and I'm just happy that you're here doing the thing for yourself. So I will see you on the flip side. Truly, I'm humbled to be here with you. So honored. Thank you. Thank you for being here and let's co-create together. See you in the next one. Over and out.